0: we are back on the podcast it's 2022 and i would like to wish each and every one of you a happy new year and as a tradition that we've been building around the marketing podcast the very first episode of the year is always how to start your own podcast and exactly that is what this episode is going to be about how do you start your podcast in 2022 i know some of you have your resolutions in place that you want to start creating content, that you want to start your own podcast, your own show, you want to try out new things, and podcast is a gift that keeps on giving. I keep on talking a lot about it, not only from, from the monetization perspective of podcasting, but also from the networking perspective and branding as well, the kind of people you get to meet. And... How people get to know you, how you build your expertise, how you build your name, how you build your brand. How do you start your own podcast? See you guys in a few seconds. to the marketing podcast and our very first episode for 2022 that is episode 231 and like we've mentioned in the intro we're going to talk about how do you start your own podcast in 2022 what are sort of like the steps that you should take to start your own podcast and launch a very successful campaign when it comes to your podcasting projects now some of you might be confused, some of you might not have any experience when it comes to creating content, and this episode will simply give you a very good overview of how you can get started, how you can plan your own podcast, how do you actually name it, how which kind of format should you use, uh, how do you actually record, how do you actually edit, where do you find your podcast artwork, and how do you actually come up to uh, publishing your very first episode in 2022 now one of the first steps or the very first step is to pick your topic pick a topic pick a topic that easily resonates with you resonates with your passion number one and number two resonates with your expertise now it has to be something that you can actually give value to an audience Now, value can come in the sense of education, can also come in the sense of uh, entertainment. There are different aspects of of how you can give value to different people in different audiences. So pick a topic and uh, look at topics that you're passionate about. And passion being that is something that will keep you going on, something that uh, will help you or will fire or will fuel your process when it comes to creating, you know, your own podcast. Reason being is that most of us, when you're starting out, we are literally not famous on social platforms. So it's very hard to gain an audience It's very hard to gather, you know, a tribe for your podcast at the very beginning. And you'll need some fuel. You'll need to hold on for the long time and do a couple of episodes before you start seeing people starting to resonate. And joining your audience, so that's where passion comes into play. Expertise being that you always have to give value to the audience. Now you don't need to become to be an expert in everything that you do. And a good example is the marketing podcast. When we started out, the marketing podcast was simply a way to document the whole process of learning marketing to becoming an expert in different marketing fields and we have been learning along the way. And same applies to you. You don't need to be an expert on your very first episode or on your 10th episode. It's a matter of learning along the way. So you don't need to have this sort of like an imposter syndrome that might pose when you're starting out. That should not be the case. Number two is to define your audience. So who exactly is your podcast for? Who are you creating your podcast for? For which kind of audience is this for? The number one problem that a lot of podcasters face, especially newbies, is being too broad. And that's one of the problems we faced from the first episode to the 36th episode was that we were being too broad in terms of who we are targeting. And you might ask, how, how do you know which kind of audience you're targeting? Uh, the answer is quite clear and that is be- Based on the kind of content that you produce, now when you're starting out, we're creating different kinds. We were talking about finance, we were talking about business, we were talking about different things, psychology, etc. So, we were basically targeting each and everyone, which is not a good thing. Uh, when it comes to podcasting or content creation, you need to create that one to one kind of relationship and that means creating content that resonates with one specific type of audience now when we got to episode 37 is when now we started focusing more on marketing and did our very first episode in marketing known as point-of-sale marketing and one of the things that I realized when I was starting out is that one of the major problem I faced in marketing was not knowing where to start in my marketing career not knowing where to go and learn where to go and gather experience and all of that and that's the reason why i started the documentation process or the documentation podcast as sort of like what i do and that resonates with each and everyone who is either a student maybe at a university or at a college Or maybe someone just simply looking to get into marketing but they don't have an idea so that's my kind of audience or maybe someone who's already in marketing already working in marketing but they would like to up their game they would like to uh, become even better so that's my audience and the same applies to you it could be maybe a sports podcast where you typically maybe focus on one single kind of sport and one single kind of team etc a good example one of the second uh, podcasts that I have uh, that I'm trying to revive at the moment, some of you may not know about this, is a sports podcast called Barcelona Extra Time, where simply I talk to FC Barcelona fans on the day-to-day operations of the club and uh, my previous, previous and all of that. So that's an audience for that. Same applies to you. An audience can come out of e- anything and everything. You simply need to decide who to focus on. And the general concept here is to go narrow but deep try to focus on a specific niche and that will go a long way the third thing is positioning your podcast and this has a lot to do with the kind of audience that you target positioning means that how do you actually make your podcast become unique and different from what's already on the market now Another example we can still use the marketing podcast as an example is that there are a lot of marketing podcasts available on Apple Store, Spotify, etc. Most of them talk about different, you know, disciplines in marketing from, you know, digital marketing, some are PPC, some are, you know, broad in marketing. They don't necessarily focus on one thing when it comes to marketing. uh, Some maybe focus on Facebook ads, etc. Some focus on interviews, etc. But it's very hard to find a marketing podcast that documents its whole process, that documents how the host of the podcast started out in marketing to the point where he became an agency owner or to the point where he was actually hired by a company to work in a marketing department, etc. So it's very hard to find like documentation when it comes to marketing podcasts. And that's our unique niche and that's how we've positioned the marketing podcast same applies to you it could be for example you might be a trucker maybe you drive trucks and you decide to talk you know to start a podcast where you talk to uh, truck owners or truck drivers etc maybe sharing their experience and all of that but you can also talk about how you how to get started how to start a trucking business the logistics of a truck trucking business for example there's not many podcasts that talk about you know trucking as an example And you might actually end up doing well with such a podcast. So positioning your podcast, finding ways to make your podcast unique, is a very good point to start from. How do you separate yourself from the competition? Yes, there are around you know close to over a million podcasts available, but the podcasting field is very big compared to let's say for example uh, YouTube. Or let's say if you want to focus maybe on blogging, I, I believe there are more blogs than people actually in the whole world, the more than 7 billion blogs. So that is a very competitive environment and podcasting is still an evergreen pasture, a very you know, blue ocean kind of space where you can find your unique niche and establish yourself in your own unique niche with your own audience. The fourth thing is to choose a podcast format. Now how do you want to go about this? Do you want to do sort of like a monologue in the sense of a solo podcast where you do you know every single episode on your own? good example is for example a the marketing podcast uh, but we are kind of a hybrid. The second one could be let's say a question and answer where maybe if you have a bit of following let's say on social media you can always ask you know uh, your audience. On maybe social media to ask you questions and then you answer them in in form of a podcast if maybe you have you know your own facebook group you can uh you know sh- ask you know ask your audience or the people who follow your facebook group to ask you question or maybe look around at you know what people are asking for me that doesn't necessarily have to be like facebook or instagram or something it could be even as simple as going on to quora that is question or answer and uh Checking out what people are asking for, what kind of questions do people have, and trying to answer those questions. Number one, the benefit of doing that is it becomes easy to come up with content because you're basing it purely on what people are asking for or what kind of questions people have. Number two, when it comes to SEO, it's very easy to rank for those sort of like long tail key phrases because you're already answering them and people are asking them. So in terms of SEO, you might actually end up performing better now the third way or the third format it could be interviews now a lot of people tend to do interviews the most famous one is joe rogan podcast who is widely known for doing interviews of two to even three four hours long so you can decide to go you know the interview route which is also an interesting way to go about things because you will end up you know growing even much faster because you tend to tap into the audience of the person you're interviewing, and when it comes to creating content, it's actually much easier since uh, the guest on your podcast is actually the one creating content. Your work is to simply ask questions and they answer those questions. So, essentially, they're helping you with that. And the good thing about that is you're able to network with a lot of people that you get to interview, etc. And the reason why I say that you know the marketing podcast is sort of like a hybrid uh podcast in terms of its format is that we tend to do interviews once in a while once i run into someone that i strongly believe will you know bring value to you know the audience that we have around the marketing podcast that's when i decide to bring that person in i rarely do interviews because the podcast essentially is a solo podcast it's a documentation and for that reason i tend not to do a lot of interviews Unless I run into someone that I believe will bring value to the podcast, that's when I do, uh, you know, interviews. And rules are meant to be bent. It's not a must that you stick to maybe solo podcasts or Q&As or interviews, etc. You can always find a hybrid here and there. And look at how your audience resonates when you try out different things. If maybe you're doing solo podcasts and you bring someone on, look at how your audience resonates. Ask them questions, question, how they feel about it, etc., and then base your podcast upon uh, the information and feedback you get from your audience. So step five would be on naming your podcast. How do you actually come up with a name? Now, you don't need to be very picky or, you know, waste a lot of time when it comes to coming up with a unique name for your podcast. Uh, sim- simply come up with a simple name that's SEO friendly and something that people are able to remember. And it's also descriptive enough uh, that it describes, you know, what the podcast is about, or what someone can actually expect when, um, you know, they see your podcast before even clicking on your podcast, before even playing an episode on your podcast. Let the name give them sort of an idea of what they can expect from your podcast, and that's a bit, you know, it makes things much easier because if you have to think about this uh, this way when you go to let's say Apple podcast or Spotify or whichever podcasting platform they work sort of like a search engine similar to Google you know or Bing or YouTube etc and when someone types in something uh, maybe they want to learn something on a podcast or maybe they're looking for comedy podcasts etc this you know once you know they type in whatever they're typing in their query there's a you know result list that will pop up, a such you know, such result list. And you will scroll, you know, they will scroll through that, they'll look at different podcasts, and whichever one has sort of like the catchier name or the more descriptive name is the one that's more likely to get the click. Same applies to SEO. We've talked a lot about SEO on Google, for example when you search in or when you type in a query into Google you get a list of websites you know on the first page or on the second page etc but what usually improves the click-through rate and that is the title and the meta description that's what improves the CTR because if it's descriptive enough someone will actually want to click it but if it's very vague and it's not descriptive enough you might end up losing on that click. So do not spend a lot of time when it comes to naming. Come up with something simple that people are able to remember. But it's scriptive enough as well so that it entices people to actually click onto your podcast. The fifth thing now is how do you start recording? Now, you can record with uh, different things. Now, one of the th- problems I see or one of the things that I see a lot of people complaining about before they start their first podcast is usually i don't have the equipments and you don't necessarily need fancy fancy equipments i'm using a 150 fifty dollar microphone that is the hyper x quadcast uh some people when they start out go for the blue yeti microphone or if you have a bigger budget you can go for the rodcaster pro etc but you necessarily don't need a huge budget because One of the things when it comes to recording is yes your audio has to be clear enough you have to be audible people have to enjoy the experience of listening to your podcast because it's audio we have to leverage on that but you might invest let's say in a seven hundred one thousand two thousand dollar setup but if your content is not really that good that won't sell and Reason being, when someone comes onto your your podcast, they're there for value. They're looking for value that you're able to provide for them. So being very much audible, having the best equipment and all of that, that doesn't concern your listeners per se as much. As long as, you know, there's not too much feedback and you're clear enough and you have a lot of value on uh, your podcast, People will stick around for the longest time. So you don't need to have a $2,000, $3,000 setup to start your own, you know, podcast. Simply start, you know, with what you have, with the little budget that you have. Buy a good microphone. doesn't need to be expensive, like I've said. As long as you're audible and there's not too much, you know, feedback in terms of noise, etc. People are able to listen to you and you offer value. People will always keep on tuning. And there are very many, you know, good podcasters who are very big in the podcasting space who, when you listen to their podcast, the audio is not really that good. It's not, you know, that A-level kind of, you know, audio. But the value that they offer, people keep on tuning in every single time. Now, with time, obviously, it's good that, you know, you upgrade your equipment where you can, but it's not really a necessity. So, you can use, let's say, a software like, uh, you know, Squadcast.fm, Riverside.fm. If you're on Mac, you can use uh, GarageBand to record your podcast. That's what I use. Or if you're on Windows, you can use Audacity to record your podcast. Uh, that also does a very good job. And most of these are free of charge, especially Audacity and uh, GarageBand. They are free of charge. GarageBand actually comes with um, your Mac device, so you don't need to download it. And you can simply use that to record your podcast. It does a very really good job in terms of recording and editing free of charge. That's it. Now, artwork. How do you actually come up with an artwork? Same to the naming convention. Make it simple. Make it descriptive enough. Do not overdo it. Um, you can use Canva to uh, create your own artwork for free. Or you can hire someone maybe on Fiverr for like 5 10 15 $20, depending on your budget, to do that for you. You can also use Adobe and all of that most of it you know free of charge etc you don't need to spend a lot of money in terms of your artwork and your, you know brand and logo etc you don't need to do that uh, make it simple make it descriptive make it eye-catchy but simple does the job final thing now is that you've decided on the topic you want to create you've already defined your audience you already know how you're going to position your podcast. You've already chosen a format for your podcast. You've chosen a name. You've chosen a software to record your podcast, whether it's Quadcast or Riverside or Garage Brand, etc. And you already have your artwork. So how should you schedule your podcast? What's your publishing schedule like? Should you do like daily, you know, podcast episodes? Should you do like bi-weekly weekly weekly. now this entirely depends with you and your audience and how much effort you want to put into this but the general rule of thumb is whatever you decide whether that's daily weekly or bi-weekly is once you start to create your own podcast do not put very long breaks in between especially when you're new do not put very long breaks in between your uploads what am i saying by this you do episode one maybe to seven and then after doing episode one to seven maybe once a week so you're doing like a weekly upload you take a break for like three months if you new, your audience might forget you and since you new, you're trying to build momentum you're trying to build an audience it's good that you stick with the momentum whatever schedule you decide to take whether that's daily bi-weekly or weekly even monthly but that's really pushing it be consistent in terms of your upload do not put very long breaks in between yes you can you know have breaks in between once you've done like let's say you've created you've grown your audience you've done like 20 30 40 50 episodes down the line you can always inform your audience maybe that you're taking like a one month break four weeks break etc but do not do not take a very long break one of the good th- one of the ways that you can avoid that is to do like batch episodes, where you can pre-record most of your episodes before time, so that if indeed you need to take a break, you already have episodes that are already scheduled that will continuously be posted, even in the time that you are not around, even in the time that you don't have the time, maybe you're on work vacation, or you're working on something else, you're still sticking to your upload schedule. Because here you're trying to build momentum. And a good example I've seen on this is uh, YouTube. Because when it comes to podcasts, you can hardly tell who's listening and how many people are listening to a specific podcast. It's very hard to tell. But on YouTube, you can. And I've seen that on YouTube that, you know, big YouTubers who have like 100,000 subscribers and more, taking more than four weeks break with their YouTube channel, they tend to get pretty hit in terms of uh, how many views they still get, how many people still watch their content. Now, unless your content is really, really valuable, you know, like the Mr. Beast style, you know, or PewDiePie kind of content, they have a very, very strong audience that even if they go for like a year, I believe, you know, Mr. Beast will still be Mr. Beast. Unless you belong to that 1%, I wouldn't suggest taking a very long break because it will break that momentum that you're building up in the first place. And that's not really what we're going for. But on the other hand, on the other spectrum, you can also see it as a hobby, uh, something that, you know, some people just do it as a hobby. It's not really something they really care about, you know, building an audience. Some people just write, like, talking to a microphone. So, you know, there are those people. And if you're one of them, that's all good and dandy. Anyway, I hope you're able to get a lot of value from this podcast episode. It's quite a long one, actually, around twenty five minutes. I tend not to do uh, very long episodes like that, but I hope you're able to get a lot of information. There'll be a blog article on the same on the website that is somebodydigital. that will go into you know much depth on um, you know how to create your how to start your own podcast in two thousand and twenty two, all the steps to marketing your own podcast. So if it's something that you like to read uh kindly give us feedback and we can create content you know blog content on the same that you can you know read to with all the necessary links uh that will give you discounts uh on different platforms etc that we have because we tend to do a lot of affiliate marketing as well so that will be really really awesome but then again i wish you all the best as you start your podcast in 2022 and generally as you start your year but until then See you guys on the next podcast episode.